Yep. You. Ah, uh, now. About to witness. The awesome. Crushing a might. Uh, of the U. S. Robinson Show Stopper! Welcome, my friends. <laughs> yeah, man. Welcome to a show that never, almost never saw the kind of ends. This is version 202. We go to 202. Those hardcore fans might know. That was a lift from the mob. We go to 101010. We got a lot to talk about. But first, Bob Riley, Stigmata, singing us in as he has since 2007. The song is called Intro All of Nothing, off of the record Calling of the Just. Still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they shoot you to death in a nightclub, hit your car with a hammer, and run your mayor pro tem out of town. I don't know why it made sense to me. This is a song that made me sign these guys. Yeah, so I actually paid for it. Because you want to have a garage for them still, which is why I sell them the Revolution Records, I guess, when they reorder. Or you can hear the whole record for free on the YouTubes. Or you might want to read the lyrics, because that's what drew me in in the first place. But I could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being paid back in full, always nothing. Don't get me started. I know we start the shows with the commercials, but then I start thinking about money, and I start thinking about who owes me money, and I get kind of peckish. Not many people do. Federico Lapenda, I love you, but I want my $90. How long has he owed me $90? 22 years. What's the interest of $90 from 22 years ago? I don't know. <laughs> But I want my money. How about this? Give me a 90 and we'll call it square. I'm not going to mention Rudolph, who has owed me a nickel since uh, 1975. Will not mention that because that sounds crazy. Like I would remember that. Anyway, uh, commercials. Top of the hour uh, because of Patreon.com slash The Stomper. We just had a, uh, a monthly rendering. Happy to report, or maybe not so happy to report, the number is exactly the same as the last month. Uh, so we're going into hope, steady as she goes for 2022. Hey, Mr. JW. 2022, steady as she goes. There are other ways to pay, though. Eugene-Robinson-28. I believe that is 
Cash App or Venmo, I get them confused. Uh, or Planet, capital P, Planet Oxbow, O-X, capital, uh, 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 capital O, capital O, capital O, small X, capital B-O-W. I don't know if that case makes a difference. Planet Oxbow is either Venmo or Cash App. Can't remember. Or you could send it the old-fashioned way by mail, which is what Tommy Pounds does. And one of you from BC, British Columbia. Thank you for all that. Uh, it's because of your careful administrations that people such as Rudolph and Frederico Lapenda, who owes me $90, is still, you know. I mean, the thing is, the key to bar to only, I'll never forget. If it's too much money, then I got to do something. If it's too little money, well, I remember it, but I remember it more as a joke. The key is to get in that sweet spot where it's like not worth the effort, but I won't forget. Hey, you owe me 200 bucks. I'm not going to forget that, but I'm not going to kill you for it. 2,000, I'll bet it's off. Anyway, <laughs> 22 years ago. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sorry. He said, I'll pay you though. The thing is, if a guy doesn't say he's going to pay, I assume what he really means is I'm going to rob you. And I'm all right with that. Face, face, face to face. I'm going to rob you. Sausages on plates. I get it. But a guy looks at you in the eye and says, I'm going to pay. Then you have a reasonable expectation of pay as far as I am concerned. But let's get to the show right away because we got a lot to get to. As usual, I will catch you up on history since none of you have died between now and last Sunday. So, as you know, I'm just I'm not going to do go total old man on this, but you're going to have to bear with me. If you don't want to hear about the physical then just go away and come back in 15 minutes. So, as you know, uh back when I used to train at Beverly Hills Jiu-Jitsu, I leave the office I put on my wrestling shoes and I would run to Beverly Hills Jiu-Jitsu from the office to guarantee that I was warmed up. Well, what they don't tell you, what nobody thinks to tell you, is that you should never run in wrestling shoes. You wrestle in wrestling shoes. That's why they're called wrestling shoes, not running shoes. So I'm running to the office and I, I, I ha- end up with something, okay, make believe that, yeah, about that. Make believe that that's a foot. These are the toes. Those of you listening on radio, I can't help you. So I tell people I have problems with my heels. They assume if you stick a knife on the bottom of the shoe that that's where my problem is. My problem is not there. The problem was right here, right below, <laughs> right below the Achilles tendon. So first it was like went in 10 years ago to have it done. You know the story about the guy, the doctor is there and he's like, it's an experimental treatment. Insurance doesn't pay for it. I got some German doctors and some Japanese doctors who are watching. Do you mind? And then I say, well, where are the Italian doctors? Get hey. And again, it was a Nazi World War II joke. He didn't get it. They could drink. And so uh, uh, he said, It'll, you'll heal so fast that you won't be able to tell which heel was bothering you. I was like, whoa, shit, this is a lock and load of crocker shit. He was 100% right. And to was the one that was damaged. So, and uh, now both both are screwed up. You know, if you, I saw what uh, uh, precipitated this was, I saw some horrible, I'm going through looking photos for the substat. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Tsunami. 
Um, and on the Substack, I hear, uh, I, I see a video, or I'm looking for photos in the Substack, and I look on my video, and I got a video of me warming up at surrounds, and I go, is that, no, it's not Planet Fashion X, that's underneath. This is the, like I said, if this is the foot, it's right back here, right? So, um, and, uh, I watch this video, and I'm watching me running in the video, and I go, I got to call a doctor. This is ridiculous. If that's me running, I, I make fun of people who look like that on the street. I got to go in. So I make an appointment to the, with this guy and the guy walk and I leave jujitsu and I go in and the guy walks in. Now I'm in my jujitsu head. Right. And the guy goes, wow, it's been 10 years since I've seen you. And I look at him and I go, yeah, man, you, you look like shit. <laughs> now, <laughs> now what happens at jujitsu and why Sarau is, is, is such a pirate ship is that usually many of us have this dividing line between in our heads between what happens here and then what comes out here, right? Uh, you know, so what here and then what here? It's, it's a very it's a different thing. But what we learn at the Surround Academy is to get rid of that governor, that, let, that, that super ego thing that makes you say, maybe saying this to a guy, this guy, anything could have happened to him over 10 years. Maybe popping off with you look like shit is not the, well, he gave me the doctor version of when you piss off your coach and your coach says, get a mouthpiece. Then, you know, you're fucked up, right? You you cross the line. He says, "Uh, hey, you know, I got a new machine I want to try out on you. I go, great, cool. Let's go. Go to the other room. And uh, the machine, literary terms, uh, foreshadowing, you know what's coming. The machine looks ominous. So I go, because <laughs> I remember the last machine, I didn't feel shit. I was gabbing away, laying on the table. They're working on my heels. I'm like, yeah, fuck this, fuck you. Does it feel hurt? The guy goes, oh, this one is called Shockwave. So uh, I make the joke about him looking like shit. And well, we, we get around that. We're talking about other things. And he starts whispering conspiratorially to me that like he hates his job. But the, the, you know, the hospital that he runs is full of shit. They treat him like garbage. He wants to get out and start his own business. I mentioned the Germans and the, and, and, the, and the Japanese again. He goes, yeah, those are some of my clients. I'm going to go into my bed. I say, yeah, it worked really well last time. So I'm back. He goes, uh-huh. Okay. Let's get you started on the shockwave. And he hit me with that that fucking shockwave. And, uh, you know, I'm covered with a lot, like a lot of tattoos. I'll be, ah, yeah, tattoo. Nah, nah. This was, it's a good thing I'm not a spy because literally 15 seconds in, I'm turning everybody in. I don't give a shit. I'm throwing you all under the bus. Okay, Jimmy is hiding behind a wall on, on Prospect Street. And then, hey, I, I'll tell you, I, whatever you want to know. <laughs> whatever. Right, they talk about these these women, like these kind of Polish freedom fighters, these French Polish, uh, French uh, uh, freedom fighters fighting in World War II. And they pulled out their fingernails and they hammered their fingers to death. And then, yeah, okay, good for you. I'm glad Super Jello knows. No fucking joke. I went back to jujitsu and told them they're like, oh, it's snake oil because, of course, insurance still doesn't pay for it. So now, instead of $300 I had to pay 10 years ago, $847 out of pocket for this thing. And I'm screaming like a, 
like an infant. And I'm like, well, how many, how much more time do we got to go on this, Doc? He goes, well, we got to get up to 7,500 amperes. What the fuck does that mean, man? He goes, well, just to give you a frame of reference, we're at 4,500 now. And it feels like dwarves are hitting the back of my heels with hammers. Real spiky hammers. Pickaxes, maybe. And so he goes, ah, we'll start the other one. And it is absolutely... And I'm like, I'm drenched in sweat. I'm like, okay. Okay, he goes, oh, now we're going to do the other machine too, which also is not covered by insurance. 10 years, still not covered by insurance. Surgery, covered by insurance, doesn't return me to, to, to functioning. And there's a catch. The catch is I got three treatments. $847 times three not paid for interest. If you think I'm paying for, for that out of pocket, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm putting that on the on the uh I'm that's on my taxes. I'm I'm gonna take a tax deduction for that. I don't give a shit. Joe Biden, I don't care. I'm not paying for that. However, it works. So, you know, Marty G put me on a program. Uh, I'm all too upper body uh, represented. Uh yeah, man. And so he says, I want you mostly to use your legs. So I've been using my legs. My core is on fire. That's all right. I need to use better my jujitsu. Use more legs. Use more legs. Use, use more legs. Yeah. 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 We'll use more. Yeah. That JB, that's funny. Use more legs. Use more legs. Fine. I use more legs. So then what happens? Well, what happens is since the core is like on a fire from using all the legs, I get this stitch. You remember I had the, the shepherd's crook for my back, which God knows where it is now when I need it. So my upper back starts to get kind of jinky. All right. Yesterday, I take the kid. The kid has got like half an inch of play sand in her sandbox. It's like the worst. It's like the worst sandbox in the world. I could sit here in the window and I see the nanny sitting there with her. And the kid is like, got like a, a tablespoon of sand. She's like, you know, it's just, it's like negligent father stuff. So I said, come on, kid. We're going to go to Home Depot. We're going to get the sand. 50, you ever lift a 50 pound, pound bag of sand? You, you ever lift six of them? No big, no biggie. Fuck it. Ah, no, use your legs. Fuck you. I know I used to be a furniture mover. I'm getting, then we get it home, put it in the wheelbarrow and it's getting dark. I want to get it in there before dark so the kid can play with it so that there's, a, you know, the closure. So you go to a store, you get something you want, you come back and you put it in. I wanted to participate. So I'm, again, go to jujitsu seven o'clock on Sunday morning. I get up at six. I go in. I'm, I'm not supposed to be running for the first six days of this treatment. So I'm just doing some kind of like spastic warm up. Marty G says, let's do some squats, get us warmed up before the roll, go down for three squats. All the power on my right side goes out, down for the count, which is also where the upper back is bothered on the right side. That like down, like can't move on the ground. Strangely enough, consistent problems on the left side have been where Kung Lee kicked my leg off my body. On my left side, this is the right side. I crawl to the side. You know, the uh, the, the, the uh, Ukrainian, the strongest man in the gym, yeah, he does some body work on me. I get out of there, take some aspirin. I've been lipping around today. That's fine. I'm going to go train tomorrow. I bring this up to introduce you to the topic at hand because you've seen how there is a there is not only a continuum, 
but there is a, a, a causal connection between various forms of fucking misery. And if you've read the Substack, you know that for the past eight months to a year, that bit by bit, four very smart guys in the band Oxbow have been trying to figure out how to get their music onto Spotify as a result of their record label having died. Finally, guys from Epicac, very helpful label that we're now on, said, okay, we got all of them except for an evil heat, which we're going to port over from the old record label. We're going to announce it to the world on February 4th. A few days before February 4th, what happens? The whole Spotify fucking thing happens. Now I got people running to me. Three people running to me because they read the Joe Ho Jogan pieces I've written. Other publications, they want you to, hey, could you write up? You seems like you've got an inside track. You were a little coy. This reminds me when I was on the Jenny Jones show. They flew me out. I was supposed to be the expert. The topic at hand on that garbage scow of a show was people who hate their own race. They got a black guy who hated black people. A white guy who hated white people, an Asian, I don't even remember who it was, but, and at first I go, this would be a great postmodern laugh. I'm going to have a great time. I get on the show. I was green around the gills about 15 minutes in. Sick to my stomach. It wasn't funny. Not funny at all. At, but and at, at one point, uh, Jenny Jones comes in, she sees me and she knows, I'm sure she sees she goes, these people are fucking idiots, right? I go, yeah, 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 yeah. They're she, and so the fact that she realized this made me feel a little bit better. She goes, well, you just go out and, you know, try to, to do whatever. I go, cool. As soon as she leaves, one, two punch, good cop, bad cop, her producer comes in and says, I want you to go out there. And, and I want you to respond. I don't forget about the Stanford degree. Forget that you're editor in chief of this men's fashion magazine code. Forget all that stuff. I want you to respond like a man. Like a man, like a black man. I was like, this shit must work on somebody. Okay, cutie, beat it. So she leaves. I go out. I pull a Travis Bickle or the Joker. I just say, there's no reality to any of this. You people have got to realize that you are fucking pawns. That you are shit pieces in a shit game. Hell yeah, the car was gone. <laughs> So, this is my claim in these two pieces. And people coming out of the woodwork tell me, ah, you're a little coy. They want me to have a go at Joe. Just really dig in there. And the videos. So, I tell Marty G about the videos yesterday. And Marty's just listening. He hasn't heard. So, he actually gets home, starts thinking about, watches the videos. And he says, he comes back in, his eyebrows are raised. He's like, you, you, you didn't tell me. These were just excerpts for a minute ago. And I was like, you're missing the point. Because I'll put these excerpts, and there are people that go, you're missing the point. Because what they got, I go, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. And more importantly, nobody really gives a shit. And he's like, what? I go, within the confines of this game, Nobody really gives a shit. You know when Andrew Dice Clay died? When Andrew Dice Clay started crying and apologizing for being the Dice Man. 
Now, there's some people who may not have been clear that the Dice Man was a creation of Andrew Dice Clay. And I'm not saying that you were not justified in having a beef with Andrew, with the Dice Man. You know, this was during a period where, like, Asian cats were getting run down and killed on their birthdays because they were, you know, because I lost my job at the GM factory. Doesn't make any sense, but it does have real-world consequences. What you do if you're if you're Andrew Dice Clay is that you do what 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 Eddie Murphy did with buckwheat. You kill the dice man. You come out with your routine as Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, who's this guy using my name? <laughs> That's the only way to do it. Mid course, you know, it's like when the the gazelle is being chased by the lion. The lion, free gazelle. I don't give a shit about this guy. But that's not the game. Within the confines of this game, we're all waiting for it. We're all waiting for it. We're all waiting for it. And boom. There's already the, the, the anti-vax. You know, what is the guy who's high says? Yeah, this is he says shit like that. Don't care. Take the excerpts and they got the videos. Ah. And, and between the people I know, there is a dividing line. There are those who go, well, you know, he just used the word. I mean, he was using the word. He was quoting other people. He was just using the word. Yeah, there's some people who understand that, completely down with it, understand it. And then we got out of the car, and it was like Planet of the Apes. Now, Marty G says to me, he goes, you yourself refer to Florida as Planet of the Apes. I said, I refer to Planet Florida as Planet of the Apes because it's populated with apes. Apes of all shapes, sizes, and colors. That's not how Hogan was referring to them. Doesn't matter. I walk along. I see an animal. An animal wants to attack me. I want to defend myself. I pick up a stick, a rock. Rogaine over the past 30 years has been throwing out sticks and rocks. Outrageous fortune to quote Shakespeare, been throwing out sticks and rocks. So now they got the, now they got him with the, with the, with the, 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 the <laughs> racial invective. And it's like, well, okay, okay. Then they unearthed the Joey Diaz thing where Joey Diaz says, I would make the female comics suck me off before I would give them a spot on the show. And Joe is laughing it up. You see what's happening? Within the confines of this game that you willingly engaged in to get that 130 mil. Like I was saying, like after I told Morty, this is this is this is a, a class cast. This is this is something else. This is something else. You know, there's a cartoon, an old Warner Brothers cartoon. You can find it on Google called Working Can Wait. And Porky the Pig is like this dutiful farmer taking care. He and his dog and his chickens and his cat are all dutifully producing in expectation of the winter coming. His next door neighbor is sitting on the porch, apparently a bear of some kind with his dog and the dog is lazy and the cat is lazy and his mouse is lazy and he's playing a song on his guitar and the song, lyric to the song is, working can wait, this is paradise, Work, working is a false alarm. 
and then winter hits. And of course, the lazy, I mean, this is a, a very familiar, but keep in mind, even back then, you realize how they made commercials back then. It was so expensive that they can't duplicate the, get the, the way they worked with the gels. They can't duplicate, they can't afford it. It's not cost effective. So this is big money going into this thing in 1937. This cartoon, which is how old I think it is. And so who has big money in 1937 to pay for, uh, you know, and on the face of it, what they're paying, what, they're, what the message that they're uh, uh, selling is, you know, hard work in industry is a virtue. Or do you want to be like, look at the, look, you can't, you can't even help them. I don't want to ruin the cartoon for you. But at some point, Porky breaks down. He sees a sign in his house that says, love thy neighbor. He breaks down and he lets the bear and the dog in and they eat. And they say, yep, Porky, I tell you, I'll never do that again. I'll never spend another winter cold. You know, I'm going to work and save. I'm going to. And then he hears a bird outside. And he goes, what is that? Springtime. And he runs back to his porch, even though it's still festooned with icicles and snow. And he gets on the porch and starts playing. Working can wait. Don't think I'm missing the message here. We've been fighting an invisible civil war ever since they, they we made billionaires coming out of the turn of the century. Steel, oil. Do you realize? I mean, I, I don't want to get crazy on you here, but do you you know what happened in the Middle East, don't you? Standard oil. You know what happened? They said, look, look, I tell you what. We discovered you guys had tons of oil here. Why don't you let us come in and drill? Well, why would you, you exploit our natural resources? Why would you? Well, I got a deal for you. You don't have the technology. You can't afford the technology. We have the technology. We'll pump it out. You can keep the money. All you have to do is put the money in our banks. When they got it with mass production, you know, industrial might that was bolstered going into starting with World War One, maybe even before then. Once they got on that teat, they were never, ever, ever going to get off. That's how they fucked Haiti, and that's how we end up. So now, we at this point now, we sense it somehow, and we're fighting it, but we don't know. Because if they don't announce that $130 million deal, if, if, if Hogan who was still making a sizable portion of his paycheck from just the shit he was doing in his garage, doesn't take that 130 mil of sausages, we don't give a shit. We don't pay attention. Somebody says, is there a doctor in the house? The doctor stands up. You pay attention. Is there a 130 millionaire in the house? Stands up. And says, hey, it's the face of Joe Rogan experience. You pay attention. Spotify. You mean Spotify that sent me a check over 100,000 plays for 14 cents, that Spotify has enough jack on hand so that the CEO is like in the billionaire's club and he's paying, cutting checks for 130 million? You mean that guy? You understand now at this point that that whole joking has become a, become a sworn enemy of mine, not because of the nigger thing, not because of Joey Diaz and the blowjob thing, all reprehensible behaviors, but whatever. I'm no morality police. But because I realize and look over that I got, and I'm not like the bear, I'm dutifully working and I'm working with the sausages, and suddenly dude's got sausages are falling off of his plate. And 
in a situation that invites scrutiny. And the scrutiny is like intense. You know? I I could say something now like match.com, good place for anal. Nobody gives a shit. Why well, Eugene said, ah, what it gives a fuck. They announced tomorrow that Eugene has gotten signed to Apple Music, go 130 mil. Somebody's gonna say, hey, you know, he was saying that match.com is a good place. I'm getting sued by match.com. It's the way of the world. That's the way of the world. And so he apologizes. Apology video. Now all of his fan, now the Spotify has got to run on the bank. They they were already sucking as a music as a as a music streaming service. They weren't making money doing that. They were going down the toilet with that. The record labels were happy. Source of income, huge licensing fees from you guys to put yourself on the map. Listen, there's a reason Netflix started making their own movies because they were being systematically bled dry by the, the, the big companies. Fine. Eck, Daniel Eck is not putting together a band. So they give this dude 130 million. So like, it worked out for Howard Stern. Serious? Why? Well, you know what? I'm leasing the vehicle now. I'm serious. Is bombarding me with requests to sit, sit. I'm paying you three dollars a month for radio. Fuck it. I I don't drive long enough for that to be an issue, and I got a phone for that. I look on the display in the in the in the in the vehicle, and it says serious. So they paid big money to this company that I got the release of the vehicle from to put their displays in it. Yeah. So so now he's he's stuttering, this stuttering, muttering prick. He's apologizing. And so what happens? You do understand that this is big bank takes little bank. It's not the crowd that's pulled him down. Whenever there's a little guy being pushed around with a big guy, I'll be there with a the little guy. It's not the little guy. <laughs> it's not the little guy. India Reed didn't direct that video, didn't edit that video into existence. Somebody else did. <laughs> Suddenly, 25, what did, what, did, what did Facebook lose, Meta lose the other day? $25 billion. You know why? A software tweak in Cupertino, California by Apple fucked them out of 25 bill. I could have the figures wrong, but you know what I mean. You're playing, it's not, and we down in the weeds and the Twitter comments, we're for, oh, it's a freedom of speech. Oh, they cancel culture. You fucking morons. You think that's what's happening? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's like that story I said. I wrote about it before, and I've told you, don't Donna Shalala me on my own show. When I go on the triple date, double blind date with the girls from Mills College and uh, so my punk rock buddies. And I see, I'm on, we're walking down Broadway toward the girls who are waiting for us, and I see these police cars driving like Starsky and Hutch, top speed down in the middle of the street. I see some Mexican cats across the street pointing at us, and I start to slow up. John, Jake, 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 John, John, Jake. They're not listening to me, focused on the girls. I just stopped walking. I tried to help you. The Mexican cats are like, oh, there's one more. There's one more. They're pointing at me. And I look across the street. I finally go, come on. Get a little brown pride going here. And then they were like, yeah, I'm going to snitch you out to the cops. They just fuck off. And I watched the cops pull up, beat them. 
unbeknownst to anybody else, uh, John, he's now dead, he's killed himself, but uh, John Norman was his name, great guy, really loved this guy. But earlier that night, he had broken into a police paddy, paddy wagon, stole a couple of mag lights and a couple of cop hats, which he had on him with a bunch of crystal meth. They took him to the police station in North Beach, walked him by the cells, walked him down to the parking garage where there was a mattress around the pole, handcuffed him around the pole, and they beat him for 15 minutes before taking him back to his cell. He pissed blood for three days. I guess he's bad. You know, I, I bring this up to say at a certain point right now, what I'm doing is I'm just stopping walking. Because 19% of the subscriber base in Spotify is now gone. Hogan is now apologizing. Admitting that it's a bad look. It's taken out of context, but it was a bad look and I apologize. And I'm getting visions of Andrew Dice Clay. But with Hogan, there's no Hogan to kill because he's 100% Hogan all the time. You know, what is that Chappelle said about smoking weed? You're not going to be crisp. You need to be crisp. You would no more stagger through a casino in Las Vegas than you would go into this game not, 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 not crisp. Because it's hard to figure out. It's hard to figure out what sausages or on what plates when you, it's not like blackjack. I can look around the table, face guard shows. That's not, <laughs> I don't know who I'm competing against. I don't know who. They say, oh, NFT, everybody's excited about NFT. Scratch the surface of NFT. Turns out one of the big backers of non-fungible tokens are people that creative artists. People who rep, rep Francis Ngannou, blah, 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 blah. You know what I saw last night at the Oofsie? Lots of guys with crypto on their shirts. I rolled with some kid who came, some high school kid came in, and uh, <laughs> yeah. so and he, and I start say I start describing somebody as a uh, uh, something unkind. Oh, uh, this, uh, this woman there is because uh, she's a crypto brown belt. She is. She was a brown belt at another school. Came to Surrounds because I'm not gonna wear the brown belt. Yeah, I don't deserve it. Put on a white belt. I say, hey kid, don't. She's a crypto brown. She's a white belt and goes, she's going to kill you. And she did. It's a crypto. Oh, you a crypto? I go, ah, it's completely destroyed that world. You know, word. You know, there's a point at which I go, man, how you feeling, Eugene? Oh, man, I'm so so gay today. I don't say the word is destroyed, but nobody, I'm not saying gay for half. Anybody understand what I mean? Ah, man, I'm really gay today. Yeah, there he is. I'm feeling so gay today. What? I'm just. Yeah, there he is. I'm feeling so gay today. What? I'm just, I'm just gay, man. I'm happy. Gay. Things change. Sausages change. Plates change. But through be gay, happy and gay. Words change. Things change. Sausages change. Plates change. But through it all, <laughs> through it all, if you listen to the Oxbow's record, ah, there's, there's Elliot. And through it all, it, if you look over the course of time, <laughs> there's some people with lots of sausages on the plates, and they get more. And there's some people with not many sausages on the plates, and they get less. There is a there's a delta, and in that misty delta space, 
things are happening. I told myself if I were ever to win a lottery, ever to win a lottery, I don't say anything. A guy won a lottery, showed up in a mask, disguised. He's like, <laughs> I, they say I had to show up to get the big giant check. They didn't say it. I have to show up unmasked. In fact, they said because of COVID, I have to be here masked. And I'm just masked. I'm not going to reveal my name. I don't need my family asking me for the money. I don't need anybody asking me. In fact, somebody put up a meme the other day. I thought it was great. Start asking people for money. Not because you need the money, but just to keep them from asking you for money. There's a bitter war of the jungle out there. And if I got to tell you, if Hogan, if Hojogan wasn't spending so much time high, he would realize that the second they gave him that 130 mil, paranoia should reign. I've told you before. I said, you know how to tell if Eugene's hit it big? If suddenly you start to see me with, with rich guy tattoos. What are rich guy tattoos? Neck, face, hands. I've made an appointment with the guy from Leviathan to get some tattoos on my hands. Because I'm rich? No. Because I've realized fundamentally, yeah, they're job stoppers, but I've realized fundamentally that I will probably never have to work in an office again based on my advanced age <laughs> and, and where COVID is going. All right. So, so Hogan's out there stumbling along, bumbling along, and 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 at this point, with 19% reduction in Spotify, like, in other words, get that, your connection is unstable. Please wait while we try reconnecting. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm going to keep going on. Give somebody, give something in the comments if, 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 you, can, if you can actually hear me. Um, so anyway, everybody, all, what I said in the last Hogan piece and what I'm saying sort of in this in this current one, can I be heard? Can I be heard? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, let me, I'm again, yeah, is, is, we, we got the, yeah, you can hear me, okay, so we got the monkeys, we got the monkeys bumping around out here, and the monkeys are talking about, oh, cancel culture, the monkeys are talking about all this shit, oh, they're foraging, all those stuff that's dropped on the floor, get out of here with that, nobody cares about that, who has a big seat at the big table, and plates piled high with sausages. Listen, let me let me explain something to you. And I, I shouldn't be telling this story because it has inside knowledge. And maybe I've mentioned it before. I don't care. When I was at Ozzy, I remember having a story told to me about life over at Lorene Powell Jobs' house. It was a poker game. It involved Lorene Powell Jobs, Carlos Slim, Bill Gates, and Bill Clinton. Right? <laughs> um, this guy's guys messing with me again so um so oh the russians are back the russians are back (laughs) i got i gotta block the russians Uh, um so they are playing poker poker i don't know what the stakes are five dollars but but yeah exactly uh they never did leave um but there was something really strange about them playing poker because one of the things about poker, yep, 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 be in Shortsville, read it. 
So one of the things about poker is you it's not a silent game. It's not chess. You talk during poker. People talk and they talk and they talk. You want to read some shit that's creepy? Read about Patrice Lumumba. Like they call back to Belgium and say, what do you want us to do? They got ice him. They, they arrest him within minutes of his arrest, shot in the head, put in a barrel full of acid. That was the end of Patrice Lumumba. <laughs> long hands, long interest, lots of sausages. Yeah, and hands doing all the talking. Uh, thin black dukes all over the place. So Hogan is like, I got 130 million. You know, the only, the only way to win this game, like Albini said, you want to make money in the music industry? Sign a record contract. They'll give you the money. You wait. Eight months later, they'll say, hey, are you going to deliver that record? You go, oh, yeah, right, right, right. I need more money. And they'll send you another check for 80 grand. You take that money, you keep it. Wait another eight months, they go, hey, what's going on with the record? You go, oh, I'll be ready soon. I I need more money. That's the only way to make money in the music business. So look, 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 look. We don't have to, Hogan is not hurting. You know? I mean, but let's look at these guys. Let's look, let's look at in our neck of the woods, our local multimillionaires. Hey, I, I hear things. I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm gonna stop anal raping. I'm gonna be saw my next fight camp. I'm gonna bulk. I'm gonna anybody with eyes to know he's laying in bed with the, the strawberry ice cream sandwich. Yeah, come on. If that hasn't been you at some point then you've lived an exemplary life. I'm not saying this in an exculpatory way. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Big Bang takes Little Bang. You know, everybody, the monkeys are running around talking about cancel culture and throwing their dollars behind a guy with 130 million sausages on his plate. Plus, that's at base minimum. You know, what's going to happen now? 19% down. What's going to happen? Tracking back to Sweden. The whole house of cards is crumbling. But when I say house of cards is crumbling, you realize it's like the law of thermodynamics. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. Sausages are neither created nor destroyed. They just end up on my plate or somebody else's plate, but they're not destroyed. It's an ill wind that doesn't blow somebody some good. What am I doing? I'm standing on the side while, uh, while, while Jake and John are getting fucked up, and I'm trying to see uh, who's going to win this because uh, that, that's the guy I got to support. <laughs> who, who do, who's your pick? Eh, the guy who's winning. Who's winning? The guy usually, what is that line from Shakespeare? The Cassius. Cassius, well-chosen name in this instance. Why? Because he has a lean, hungry look, even though he's fat and well-fed, or like in Boris in the Boris Karloff movie, Isle of the Dead. Everybody here is sick and dying, but there's one upstairs who's young and full of blood, playing poker. Speaking of which, now we got a man who's doing, who's doing an, uh, speaking of apologies, we got a man who's doing an apology tour. He's self-flagellating. This is a term. Strickland. Tarzan. Snoozeman Strickland. 
I fought like a pussy. I bet. No, no, no. Pussies are rough and tough. It can take a lot of abuse. Baby slide through these things. <laughs> you are no pussy, my friend. <laughs> what you're worse is an underperformer. He is apologizing for, he's apologizing for, uh, what was he, apo- for uh, thinking, acting like it was an extended sparring match. He was apologizing. He thought he was beating his, uh, in, um, in immediate aftermath. He was like, oh, the guys in the fancy suits. You can use any of my excuses, tried, true, and tested, royalty-free, I would say that they didn't put a user level when they put that cage together. So, you know, you, how are you how are you supposed to fight a good fight when that fucking cage floor is not level? How am I supposed to do that? And not even to mention the sun. It was at nighttime. Hey, man. Hey, you know, they have reflectors there, don't you? What do you think solar is about? Huh? Solar. What do you think? Okay, so the thing was unlevel and there was... And there was, and the sun was in your eyes. That's right. And that other guy was fucking cheating. Jack Hermanson, you know, he's Norwegian. Use them all. Use all my excuses. You know, what he said that sounds most credible is that he started to think about what he has to lose and what he has to gain. He was going to check a box, get in, get out. Nobody gets hurt. He was going to check a box. And he checked the box. And Bisping calls him out and says, hey, you're going to make a claim. You're going to make a, a verbal version of those listening on SoundCloud know that right now I'm making the belt symbol with my hands. You're going to do that. You got to fight like that. You got to fight like that. Fight like that or, 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 or you know, or, or go home. Because if you think that there's anybody, if you think that there's anybody, yeah, I'm going to kill. There's going to be a bloodbath. I'm going to kill and kill. I'm going to kill and I'm kill the guy. I'm going to kill. The... What the fuck are you talking about? The fuck are you? Listen, the only reason any of us know who you are is when that guy wrist locked you in competition and then you flipped out and then you made with the Reebok that we found so entertaining. Guy's got a cocktail Frank on his plate and he's worried about it. I'm worried about my cocktail Frank. And this is what the bald one is going to stand about a guy like Nganu. I don't have clocks at home that run backwards. And I'm fully cognizant of the fact that this is it. I'm planning accordingly. And if you haven't put your finger in the air, with Sean Mendez, uh, Chad Mendez, <laughs> my first bare knuckle fight championship. I'm getting paid what what uh, Ngannou got, and Mark Hunt going. I got paid three hundred thousand dollars more than what Ngannou got his last fight. Kamzat, oh, oh yeah, the Kamzat. The only carrot come off this card. There, there were a couple of fights. You know, Chitty Chitty that put out the guy out seventeen seconds. Yeah, yeah, Sean Mendes. I'm sorry. I met Chad Mendes. Um, and there was a Chitty Chitty and uh, uh, the the Kazakh guy. And there are a couple of characters. But, you know, we're talking about Brendan Allen. 
I go, Brennan Allen was a last-minute replacement against a guy who prepared for it, grimacing Sam Alvey, a rictus of pain and humiliation. Why are we still watching that guy? If you haven't realized it, and if the bald one hasn't realized it, you know, um, uh, something's happened. Like I mentioned on last week's show, I don't know if it was here or if it was if the shoes fit, but all these crimes, all these crimes committed by homeless people against civilians, suddenly this is getting lots of newspaper ink, lots of, something's happening, something's coming, something's plain planned. Oh, what about, okay, well, you know, maybe it's a little too obvious. Let's back up a bit. And a woman is doing a live TikTok. She's in Union Square Park, decides to take a seat. And you, my high school girlfriend, I kissed her for the first time in Union Square Park. I used to have to get the train there from my high school. We'd walk and we'd walk. I used to, my job was in the other side, hung out in that park. It is not the most scenic part in, in, the, in the world. I'm not so much caring about the 1FC right now. So this woman is walking through the park, decided to take a seat, fully within her right to take a seat. Some guy walks, sits down on the bench across from her, staring at her. She's starting, yeah, not for long. She's, she's starting a TikTok video. And uh, she's uh, and the guy's staring at her. And so they get into some, they, 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 got, they get into a conversation. And then, and then she says, she's creeped out. She gets up and leaves. He follows her. And then he's like threatening her. And he threatens to shoot her in the head and cut her throat. And then she exits the park. End, end video. Something's coming. And the monkeys are all running back and forth. And they're not looking at the people sitting at the poker table with the green eye shades. A whole Joe game. If he had, if he could stop smoking the weed for a little bit, might actually see in this instance that uh, that he's the puzzle piece, but he's not the puzzle. But in any case, we're on the MMA portion now. Um, so 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 Strickland is talking fast, trying to talk himself into solvency after something like that. How how can you? How can you? You, you, you can't, you can't. They put you up against a serious guy, whoever, Cannoneer, a Cannoneer against uh, 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 Brunson. You, you don't even get the winner of that. You get the loser of that fight. And that, and you should be happy to get that. Until then, shut your fucking mouth. Go back to the gym. Stop work. Listen, I understand. My first beer commercial was Miller, Miller Genuine Draft. Kind of when I talked about Spotify, not about Neil Young. So uh, I get Million Genuine Draft. I get the commercial. It's $2,000 a day, which was a going rate. Oh, my God, four grand. That's nice. I didn't realize that there was royalties. At, in the space of a year after, I made over $100,000 from that commercial. You know how many commercials I got after that? Zero. You know why? Zero commercials after that because every time I went on audition after that, I was like, come on, baby. Come on. It's like a craps table shaking the dice. Another $100,000 roll. I can do it. I can do it. And I stunk of fear and desperation. That's Sean Strickland. 
before that, I was like, man, a day off from work, whatever. I'm having some fun. Yeah, I'm having a blast. I mean, it's cool, whatever. Yeah, he's having a blast. I'm having fun. Not after that. Not after that. Oh, wow. That's right. Good for you, JW. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I tried to give. Well, because you remember that, that Gus Van Sant had directed uh, some music videos at that point, like Blind Melon or some shit like that. So I think, man, like, you know. I could he could do an Oxbow video. <laughs> oh, it's so just Miller Mill, MGD Miller Genuine Draft tattoo. It was a tattoo. Just you have to picture me with no hair. That's all. Um, and also I think I was about two forty-five. Well, I think I was very definitely about two forty-five. So, um, so I you know I don't feel sad or bad for Sean Strickland at all. That's what we call a whiff, an unforced error. And, uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. What other fights that we call? Uh, the Kazakh guy is now a care. Uh, what else was the gold main? I, 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 I talked about on Care Don't Care, which comes at noon tomorrow, where they go live with you. You could just read it there. It was Maximo. And I said some unkind things about Maximo, even though he's 209 and we've got known associates. I was like, you just can't. You can't. You can't. This is another wrestler who hasn't bothered to learn jujitsu and, you know, spend more time with Nick and Nate, maybe a little less time with Jake. And uh, even though Jake's jujitsu was solid, you just, you gotta, you can't wrestle mug your way or adapt like a, like a Tito. Yeah. Wrestle mug a guy, but then drop some elbows, some slashing elbows. It's easy for me to say I'm not in there, but you're not, that's not the, the, the tone and the timbre of the entire fight was slack slackitude and slackness it doesn't it feels like a colossal waste of time to have spent your diet can't they all can't be winners but they all can't lose as badly as that one did as going into it i think i had three cares on the i did come in first but we all had the same pick so we all came in first so it's a participation medal which takes some of the glory out of it um but the only one we whiffed on was the one with uh paulo hey against uh, whoever he fought, and then whatever. Julia LaRosa, I mean, these were just, I just don't understand. They're under obligation to do it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, so I, I'd say that like, was a wash. If Mr. Iz was here, he would say we use the drug analogy. This was stepped on and ineffective. I'm going back to the dealer. I was like, hey, man, that Tango and Cash you sold me. Those of you from the 70s in New York remember that Tango and Cash was a particularly powerful heroin. And this is this that Tango and Cash that you sold me was shit. I want my money back. I want my money. You do know if you buy drugs from a guy, you can get your money back if the drugs are bad. <laughs> I mean, I've heard. Tell. <laughs> and most people think the drug dealers won't give you, but they're like any other retail operation. They may occasionally give you your money back if you could prove... <laughs> If you could prove what they sold you was bunk, man, I'm sorry. I thought the stuff was legitimate. I'll tell you, I'll give you five more on the house. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. It's a mistake. The robbery was um, was uh, this cat that they're trying to batters. Who was that guy? Batters. <laughs> I didn't need a receipt. I was just there. <laughs> The guys who were who were the who were uh uh what are the, the guys who see winner of the contenders 
Trajan, Trajan, and and Bat, and Bat. What is it? Something Billy, Billy Bats. I keep thinking from uh, uh, yeah, from uh, Goodfellas. It's, it wasn't Billy Bats. Yeah, yeah. Spotify is nothing for Neil Young. Neil Young and Neil Young doesn't have the sway. He had to ask Warner Brothers if can we leave, and Warner Brothers was fine. We're we're on we're on Apple Music. We're on Google. We we got we don't we don't need we don't need. Uh, uh, listen, battles. Yes, battles. Uh, not the band, the guy Brian Battles or something like that. He didn't win that fight, but you can see he's got Sage Northbutt. What Sage Northbutt? What Sage Northbutt? He's got Sage Northbutt all over, written all over him. He's got a good-looking kid, and they're trying to advance his forces. It's not, but there's something that I want to bring up, and I want to put in your guy's head. I'll go back a little bit in history here. Yeah, go back a little bit. I'm taking this uh, 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 Curry Cur- uh, Curry shit, and it's really fucking with my sleep. I'm not sleeping well. I'm not sleeping at all. In actual fact, it's making me smell weird. I gotta stop. It's supposed to in, uh, reduce inflammation. It's supposed to lengthen your life. We'll find out. So, my gum is great. Probably giving me cancer as it is. No, what was I talking about? I forgot. <laughs> Come on, somebody help me out. Where was I? if I had I, what I need is a um, uh, you know the, the, the court reporter sitting next to me. <laughs> right before I had the gum, what was I talking about? I was talking about, uh, yeah, Kermit, uh, uh, coming. Uh, tell me if that stuff is going to kill me because uh, it's, it's been fucking with my sleep. I don't need to be any crazier than I am. Sage Northbrook, right. So um, going back to Vice Magazine, they have a vertical called Fightland. Michael Resco was the editor. They had me writing this thing with the walkouts celebrities and what if they were going to be fighting what their walkout would be, be most of them were ma- magicians now one of the people i had weirdly enough was jamie stewart from juju the band juju i know from the way i'm saying it if you don't know them you don't know the na- name of the what, what i'm saying i'll just put it in the comments juju anybody who's seen juju <laughs> knows that the best part about an interview with jamie who's a dear friend of mine is when Jamie starts talking all street because he's not, he's not, there's nothing about Juju's music that comes across as tough at all. But Jamie's got a temper on him and is known to throw him. People don't know this, right? So he has this whole extended segment in it about, you know, getting to some street fighting, but he's not a good fighter, but he'll fight at the drop of a hat, like most normal people who don't want to fight the drop of a hat and are not good fighters. And uh, they kill the piece. And I'm like, hey, man, I got people, you know, they're not getting paid for this. They want to know what happened to the peas, UG, UG, what happened to, and they go, well, when I got you, you, go, you owe me an explanation. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. So he owe me an explanation. I got to I gotta have something. He goes, well, you know, they, they really don't want to, uh, this whole street fighting thing. They don't really don't want to, uh... oh, and this reminds me when my friend Tobias Nagley got me into Marine Times, Army Times, Air Force Times, Navy Times with the fight book came out and they covered it and all these outraged military guys were, how dare you compare our combatives to stuff that's done by tattooed thugs. Now, of course, I got to watch the UFSI and all the armed services are all advertising on the UFSI and they're all down with like the Kenneth, Tim Kennedy. And it's like, where's my fucking apology? All right. Where's my fucking apology? 
So, 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 um, so they, so I make some changes, removed a bit about Jamie getting the street scuffle, and they eventually published a piece. It's somewhere online, I think. Vice Fightland, Jamie Stewart. See if it comes up. Then I find out the vertical is owned and operated by the UFC, and they're the ones who are demanding this because they're pushing this narrative that we're just like any other sport. You know, the fighters are not thugs. This is just, you got Rich Franklin. He's a school teacher. And you got the, the Sage North butt. And you got the, 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 Something's changed. Something's changed. Something's changed. Now we're talking about guys, this fight, and the, 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 this, and the, that. And he was a badass. And then Ch- Kamzad is like a gangster. I'm like a real gangster. I flew to beat up. Uh, accused anal rapist Conor McGregor. They turned me back at the airport. I was going to kick his ass in the street. You know, there's pressures. Sausage pressures. You got this Russian fight league where the guy who plays Mick Maynard or Joe Silva or Dana White or, you know, uh, uh, Keith, also known as... uh, (laughs) Stand between the guys. The Russian fight league, the guy just does the fade and they fight it out before the fight. Got pressures. You got public pressures. You got, can't get guys being arrested for this and for that and act like it's not happening. So instead of trying to fight it, instead of trying to stick the finger in the dike, screw that. We're going to bathe in this. This is Sean Strickland. This is Vingster. And then, of course, he's not. But whatever. It's just something I noticed. It hit me like a, like, like a, like a diamond through my forehead diamond through my forehead and I, and I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't not see it that was my Colonel Kurtz thank you thank you ladies and gentlemen thank you that was my Colonel Kurtz so uh, so strange things are afoot you know Trent Reinsmith said okay how about this is a possible future scenario in your MMA fantasy league how about Hogan gets the boot or leaves contractually he would leave he's happy if he leaves with 50 mil. He doesn't have to go to a job he now hates. He leaves, he takes his, and pops up on UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, that was my brand. So it was he mil. He doesn't have to go to a job he now hates. He leaves, he takes his, and pops up on UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, that was my brand. So it was successful. UFC Fight Pass. Or he goes anywhere. You know, keep in mind, Big plates, big seats, and big tables, lots of sausages, shit we don't know. But if any of you spending any time on the interweb called about, oh, this is capsule culture, this is about free speech, this is about you. <laughs> Nobody who knows anything about life has this argument, unless you're trying to have sex with the people you're arguing with, and then it's just dating, and we're back to match.com. Good place for anal. Don't waste your time. However, I am now having a quandary because one of these people who thought I was being coy, who was trying to Jenny Jones me into talking about the whole Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Foo Fighters, uh, Spotify, Hojogan, was like, I will pay you (laughs) like $2,000 to write about it with some inside, you know, juice. Essentially, what I'm being told is if you feel like being less politic about Hogan, we'd be glad to have you and we pay for it. I mean, let me, let me, I, I respond with, tell you what, what, what was said 
But let me read to you the comment. I'm not going to tell you who, 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 what, uh, what it was said. But let me read to you the comment that came back. And this is the equivalent of the producer coming in and saying to me, you know, saying to me what they said to me. All right. It, it was clever. It's not likely to motivate a Eugene S. Robinson. But let me read what I what he what dudes. Well, now you know it's a he, but whatever. Uh, he said, "Here we go. Give me a second for it to come up." And it was clever, and it was smart, and I'm still thinking about it. He says, um, uh, "He says yes, but it's also about mistaking capital because I go. This is just about capital. That's my word for sausages because he doesn't know about sausages. So as it, he goes, yes." But it's also about mistaking capital and ability to attract capital for intelligence, which is a mistake that runs deep into our ecological crisis. People can't fathom that rich tech bros can also be jackasses. So he goes here with me, and then we go back to the jackass, right? Um, your last job gave you some insight into that, I'm sure. Anyway, let me know if anything strikes you. And then he says, it goes on, he goes, I'm a firm believer that cancel culture is often, very often abused. So he's catering to, which is fine. I love this guy. But this guy will use it as a smokescreen. This guy being a whole Joe game. Let me know if you have any desire to address it in the prevailing context, zeitgeist, etc. So I, I, you know, I'm, I need the $2,000 because I got to pay for these treatments for my ankle. <laughs> Provided that, I mean. The tax is going to pay for it, but I don't get that tax money back until later on in the year. I need the money now. So do I, so I say this by way of saying, if you see this piece where I'm suddenly going after Hogan hard, hey, it's the name of the game. Eugene's got to eat. <laughs> or in this instance, you know, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And this, it's just bing, bing, I got to whatever. So there you go. That's the show. Sean Strickland on the stock market of MMA has been reduced from a buy to a hold. The Kazakh guy, a buy. Can't give him any more guys with 16 and 4. Thank you. Give him some real competition. Chitty Chitty, great name. Black History Month, get him in there, because eventually the Hogan worm is starting to turn, and the guys with sausages in the place might have it out for you. The thing is, you don't know. I once I once asked my kid, I go, would you rather have the power of flight or the power to breathe underwater? Because to me, there's so much water on the earth, I go, the power to breathe underwater would be great. I mean, She goes, but living underwater would be, you realize what kind of a jungle it is underwater? And what do you mean? She's like, everything wants to eat you screw you or kill you which is the same as eating you i go yeah i guess a bigger fish will eat a smaller fish just cuss i go yeah whereas i see birds flying hither and yon relatively unmolested unless there's a hawk in the neighborhood then the birds all freak out but they also have the option of hiding you see where i'm going with this you know this big you know, this business, you got your head on the swivel anywhere, anywhere. Who, who now is helping Jake Paul? Former CFO of the UFC. Yeah, all otters, otter, great, the old otters. 
The Oofs CFO is now tilting it. You can't. You can't. Like Joe Pesci and JFK with the with the hair piece that with the migrating hair piece. It's a mystery wrapped inside of a real, wrapped inside of an enigma. Hojo Gang go, uh, ends up on uh, uh, um, uh, Fight Pass, or he stays. The market value of 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 uh, of a Spotify suppose Spotify goes out of business. They can't have uh, what Eck has been elevated, elevated in a way not like Travis Kalanick, who they're making movies about, but elevated in a way that people who were funding would be easy to get. Oh, who knows? Yes, Boonwell February. The Boonwell killers like us. And already in interviews, I'm getting a hard time for the Magnum 44, the most powerful handgun in the world. And it could blow your head clean off. I'm getting a hard time from Poland about using that on the cover. Sorry. It, that's the only cover that was possible. Uh, choir choir stuff is being recorded for Love of His Holiday, the Oxbow thing, in fe- end of February. So that's got a 2023 uh, uh, um, uh, release. And uh, and I started this show with the Substack. Read it if you haven't. You're interested in the whole Neil Young thing a little bit. I don't talk. I talked about Neil Young last show. I'm going to talk about him too much anymore. And Monday afternoon, care don't care goes. Tuesday, if the shoes fit, there's a special secret deal <laughs> that I can't talk about. That involves me and Kid Nate and Alexi has to do with rock and roll. You figure it out. You have to be a member. Patreon sign up for I think it's a dollar. Listen to it. Next next week's fight on Care Don't Care made my picks. I think it's like a 14-fight card. I had five cares. It doesn't put it over 500, but it means we pay attention. Got into an argument with Steph on the show. Might be worth listening to. I'll reveal right now that my pick was Izzy for, for the main card. I can give you half a dozen reasons why. Nash decided to be the contrarian and picked Whitaker. Uh, whatever. He's lost for the lay. He's cut. He's been breathing my fumes for the last three shows. So uh, listen to that guy. Anyway, that is the end of the show. 2-0-2. We go to 202. Thanks for listening. What else? What am I forgetting? There was one other thing I really wanted to tell you, Wells, and I can't remember. Mm. 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 No, of course I went for uh, Lewis and everybody else who picked uh, who picked uh, the last cat, the the cop. You know, he's gonna beat Lewis. I was like, yeah, you can't go wrong going with, with Lewis. Uh, but whatever, you know. And then also, oh yeah, Shuey is the guy who made me think too. It's like. He's like, yeah, I said I was drunk out of my head. I didn't know what was going on when I signed when I agreed to it. My I knew something was going on because my phone was blown up overnight, but I was drunk when they called. This never would have been part of a narrative that the Usi let happen back when I was writing for that Fightland ver- vertical. In fact, some might say it's done to create cover for an special Irishman. Who knows? Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. And you know how we end the show. Look what you made me do! Ah, Don't die. Ah.